Welcome to Student Says Politics. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about the new immigration bill, North Korea trade and midterm, and is Trump taking over the Republican Party? Before we start off with that, I'm going to give a quick introduction about myself and my colleagues as well. So we'll talk about his stance and whatnot. So for me, my name is Karan. Um, the only reason why we're doing this podcast is to have healthy discussions about different ideas and perspectives about our politics, basically. So without us getting called racist, bigots, and homophobic, xenophobic, whatever the left may want to portray us as. So with that being said, I'm going to hand it over to Kai and he'll give a very descriptive answer of what we wanted to do this and talk about it. So, yeah, so um, I'm Kai, and um, we're doing this podcast because essentially when we try to have rational conversation at school with people we disagree with, we tend to get met with insults such as ignorant, racist, bigot, idiot, that kind of stuff. And it's like, it seems extremely unfair because we're just trying to present our own side and we're just trying to have rational debate and conversation with people that we disagree with. And we feel like this is a good platform to actually get our opinions out without getting misheard or essentially we get our lines twisted in a sense where it fits their own stupid narrative so yeah th- with that being said so we just want us to have like a tr- very transparent open conversation without like fear of ha- them saying stupid stuff so with that being said we're going to jump right into our topic so the topics like i said we're going to be discussing immigration bill north korea trade and the midterms as well so let's get right into immigration immigration is a very hot topic as today um, it's been for a while of like the Mexican southern border and whatnot. So we're going to talk about some of the policies that's been put out by our great Congress of the Republican Party. The 30% really approval rating Congress. Exactly, course. a great Congress. So we have two bills that's out in the floor today. So we have the conservative bill and the little moderate bill. And Trump himself will be meeting with those House Republicans today to talk about his needs and desires. And on Twitter, he did mention that he did not support the bill that was out there. Then the White House retracted that statement because the White House was working with those House GOP leaders. So I'm going to hand it over to Kai and to talk about some of the things he would want to see in a bill. And we'll talk about what I wanted to see in the bill as well. And we'll talk about the bill that itself that's being presented. So we'll get deeper into it. So, Yeah, so essentially I, I saw like um, some of the smaller, de- the, the bigger details of the bills. And I saw that in the Republican bill that they wanted to make immigration more merit-based in exchange for certain amnesty and certain DACA protection. And um, I can see that being a legitimate bill because I think that we should be a merit-based country in terms of immigration. So I I definitely agree with um, that sense of the bill and whether or not DACA gets their amnesty or not, that could be a compromise. So so would you support the border wall then? We're going to talk about border, then the DACA thing, then we'll talk about um, the the separation. All right. so, So would you support the border wall then? Um, initially I was very much against the wall because I, I perceived it to be a waste of money because it was, what, $4 billion and that, that could be um, much greater spent on something else. So but... the, initially they had a rough estimate around 10, now it's at 25 billion. So I, I could see why many taxpayers would not be happy about that. Oh, really? So they're actually increasing the price. At it's... first they said four and then now it's 10, now it's 25. Exactly right. So I And mean, that, that uh... does come directly out of our wallets, which is so, definitely So basically, so it's like, it's more about Trump getting his political win rather than actual having the wall. Like it's his campaign promise. That's what his base lives up to. The big, great Well, wall. so... 
I, I think the wall is more of a symbol, a symbol yeah, to uh, right. Mexico as a whole to not yes, yeah, so um, we won't take that basically send, right. send people. Yeah. So going but back to Mexico, so let, let, let's is it get... worth that much for a symbol? Yeah. So let's That's the question. Yeah. So let's go back to Mexico about their immigration. So Mexico is like no tolerance, like very strict. If they find you legal, you get deported instantly. So. Why Actually, no, it... you get arrested. You yeah, get exactly, thrown in yeah. jail. You get arrested and deported out. because you... They don't do catch and release exactly. in Mexico. They, they arrest you. They throw you in jail. Exactly. So. so why is that in America that we're giving illegal aliens, mind you, that illegal people that are like housing amnesty, how does that make any sense when well, most of the countries essentially, don't do Essentially, they look at America as a whole as like the, the policeman of the, the world, the kind of the protector, the moral high ground of the world where we're supposed to be the bigger man. In every situation but the thing is it's like we can't just accept so many people it hurts our economy it hurts the people right, here it hurts we're not the open border country we're not europe or the Sweden. yeah absolutely absolutely not and we can see the disaster that's happening in europe with their um yes. they have certain muslim issues to say right, the least. so let's get into europe as well like angela merkel for example she is like it's been a heated topic in europe about that because many people think that she's not doing a good job with immigration because of open border border policies in Europe. So with that being said, like Angela Merkel has been like president so called for two thousand and five. So she may get impeached or put out of office because of immigration. That's why immigration is a very, very big issue of twenty eighteen midterms as well and as of right now. So that's what we're going right. into details. So as wall as wall for me, I hundred percent support the wall. I mean the if you look at fence that's in in our border, it's like two sticks put together it's it's some rusted <laughs> exactly. um it's like fence. That, that, <laughs> exactly. how is that supposed to protect against someone with gear designed to get exactly. over like, a, a small yeah people like do like people smuggle people for living you know the border's not working when you, that's your job to smuggle people into america like that's just not working at all so going, right right so going back to the bill itself i personally think um border should there's, there should be a border wall. I mean, if, so be it. If I'm racist for saying that we need border security, I mean, there's nothing more I can say about I, that. I mean, it's not racist. You just want to protect right. the citizens. If we go you, you have a good idea in mind. America first in that Okay, sense. exactly. So if we go, if we say this outside of public or whatnot, you instantly get flagged racist. He's a bigot. Hates immigrants. I mean, that's all you hear when you even mention the name wall. So... Like, that's my two cents on that issue. I mean, I think the border wall would be great addition. The, I mean, it would really stop MS-13, all these gangs, drugs, opioids, everything that comes from South America and just flows through our, our borders. Like, the Carvana situation as well, you could tell. Like, you know it's like a sh really bad show. All right, so I'm I'm just a bit unsure if it if it's really that investment that the country needs. Exactly. So I mean, I, if, if they keep changing the investment, if they keep changing it to like twenty five billion, how how much higher could this wall funds be? Like, what are they adding? Like gold trinkets so the, to the uh, wall? Yeah. So so basically, like, would Mexico really pay for it with tariffs? We'll talk about that and like there are trade talks, but that's a quick question to think about. Well, how would Mexico actually pay when we actually slap tariff on Mexico? I mean, that's what that is what Trump said. He said we're yeah, going to make Mexico right. Pay so for I mean, it, so. Mexico needs is it us through more. the tariffs. Yeah, that's pretty much how yeah. it's like. They won't write us a check. There's no way they would. That's like politics suicide at that point. I, I mean, didn't the leader said F Trump or something? Exactly. Like, that Vincent Fox. The, yeah, the Vincent Fox. <laughs> Vincent Fox, like the old Mexican president. I mean, there is that caveat there. It, it would be a suicide to just write a check to Trump. I mean, that would really be suicide for Mexico's president, basically. All right. So with that being said, there's 
DACA. We'll talk about DACA, then we'll talk about the border separation, family policy, and whatnot. So we'll talk about DACA and citizenship. So the, the two bills that's put forward by a conservative and a moderate because their moderates are really, really scared of them losing House seats. So they want to be much moderate as they can. For instance, if you're living in like Arizona, you probably don't want like a conservative bill to vote on. So what what they proposed was a compromise. They'll f- fully fund the uh, border wall with um, it's like citizenship, uh, chain migration, and visa lottery programs. So what are your thoughts on that, Kai? So well, I think ending chain migration is definitely a must. I think that brings too many people in as a whole. It's like if you bring in, if you give amnesty or citizenship to one person seeking asylum, you suddenly bring in twenty other family members of that same person, and that's very unintended. Exactly. That kind of so, like, so you have more people in society, they, but they wouldn't be contributing, basically. Right. And also, um, I, I think that we should definitely have a, a merit-based immigration system where we end the lottery system. I don't like the idea of rolling some dice or picking names out of a hat. Yeah, That's very unfair to the people who work very hard. Their dream is to be in the U.S. and they live, they work their entire life to work in the U.S. So, and it goes to someone who, who doesn't put in very much effort. Then they come to the country and they either do a poor job or they do something that's not intended. Okay, so let's go back to DACA and citizenship. So my personal thoughts on chain migration, yeah, that should be getting rid of. Like, you're allowed to have, like, your like mom and dad and like you and your family fine but you shouldn't have your uncles aunts like they're all coming to america i don't think that's they should all be checked separately in my opinion i think that i think both your parents is reasonable it's like they're your parents but But like your uncles aunt you don't need your uncles and aunts exactly you don't need your extended family like your america is basically opportunity you come here for better opportunity not to have family gathering here in a sense so Right, and you see how large some of these families can be. So, so I mean, 20, were... 30, 40 members. So, okay, so that's my thoughts. Visa lottery program, like I said, you should not be like, it's like a lot. Why are you playing lottery for visa to, to come to America? That just does not make any it's, sense. It's like a little game or something. Exactly. It's like it's like, a, bad. it's like a liberal idea just gone rogue at that point. Roll some dice so you could come to America. Like, what? That just does not make any sense. Well, what do you think about the quotas then? Because some of the quotas are like only like a certain percent of the immigrants from this country can come to the U.S. every year. What do you think about that? Like quotas? For example, like... Asia is highly restricted because people tend to think that the Asians are like doing a brain drain sort of thing where they come to the U.S. and they steal all, quote unquote, steal all the best jobs and opportunities. Like going back to quotas, like most of the time quotas don't are not followed. Like let's talk about South America. The quotas are already maxed for South America. They wouldn't be like going to South America with like quotas. Right, and then we still grant amnesty to exactly. Like I just just which which kind of extends the quota. Like we should give priority to those people that has higher education and were willing to like contribute. If I'm like a Philippine doctor with like neurosurgeon like background, he's gonna contribute to our society. I mean that makes sense. I mean, our country needs more doctors. So exactly, that's like for doctors, sure. lawyers, like IT. Pers- there's more jobs in America Business than there's actual experts. people. Exactly right. Like financial advisor. There's more jobs in America than there's actual people who are willing to take. Cybersecurity, that kind of stuff. Exactly, that like jobs for the future, and we don't have qualified people to fill those spots when we have the American dream is alive and well. And I want to make that very clear that people who say the American dream is like dead, for example, like that's why people come to America for that American dream. When people say it's gone people are just not being rational at that point let's really think about it if you i mean it's it, the same th- thing as saying i give up it's like once it's, you exactly. give up then, if, then your dream's over your dream's over once all, you give up all right so let's give a hypothetical if kai gets straight a's all his throughout his school year and 
he goes to Harvard and I get straight D's throughout my middle school and high school and I work in McDonald's and he becomes a lawyer and I complain about the system not being fair to me does that mean what does that mean basically is America not treating me well no it just means that you screwed up in school and you exactly didn't work so hard. it's repercussion of what you do when you're in school so you can't blame the system by saying American dreams dead and people are out to get me if you don't like something you're as always always you could always go to something very different nobody's restricting like for women pay as, as well like when people complain women don't get paid more as men do okay that's fine if that job's not paying you more as that men do go to a different job nobody's stopping well you actually that. the gender wage gap is a myth if you do the same work as a man you can't get paid right. less money you have to pay people evenly it's like, like that, that is by law that is yeah well, 19 that's so what, what, there was this quality. yeah so when there was, there was this Trump the question Q and A back in like the primary when this girl asked like should there be more same pay as men and he's told him do the same work as them and yes so I mean that's very rational and there's many people there's many women who can do that and do that exactly. today yeah, which no, is a good thing the woman this country is mostly made out of mostly women right like they're not they don't have pitchforks and tourists. most of the college and workforce exactly, and right. most of the voting most they're, of the voting turnout is women exactly so, so I mean mo it's 55% women if they had really issues with that they would be up in arms about it but no there's like few uh, subtle people right but most of the majority of the women are okay. If you do the work, you get paid as men even more. There's like women in great positions, like CEOs, like presidents, like. Yeah, lots of women are becoming um, um business women in the, exactly. in the future. So if like, you do, if you put the time, exactly right. If you do put the time and effort and motivation, dedication into it, like nobody's stopping you from achieving the American dream. Like nothing can stop you. Right. Is, so that that that's the, the that's the kind of our our thing on the visa system. Exactly we kinda, right. We so really if, agree on that. If you're like passionate about like coming here, working your butt off to get get somewhere absolutely you should get it exactly. you should get it there should eventually be people that came to the country illegally so the parents just brought them when they were crossing the border now they're here illegally so what obama did was executive action because republicans were not gonna give amnesty to um DACA recipient back when obama was president that was just not happening so you use executive privilege not exec pretty much ex executive privilege to have DACA, so they would protect the dreamers in a sense so my two cents on that is fine i'm fine with daca recipients but like the citizenship that they're proposing in the new bill i 100 percent do not support it like that just would not be fair to those people that's in line waiting to come to america when you could just jump aboard and get a citizenship even if it's 10 years you, you should not be given a citizenship fine if you want to give them work permits fine that's fine they will be contributing to society rather than like working cash and not paying taxes on it whatnot but if you are yeah, if you're just like giving out citizenship, what's the point of having a citizenship? You're just gonna give it out to all these legals. So what, what, what would you say to that, Kai? I, I do agree that we we should we should give some form of amnesty, and I think that that would work greatly in the form of a work permit, where we can let them stay in order to work and produce for their family. And I think that's a very good thing that we should have. I mean, I, I definitely disagree that we give them full blown citizenship. So, but, so, but the thing is, what's gonna happen to their children so, that are born here? Okay, so. I mean, many people. I I know this. Or many people say, "Go marry like an American or something to get citizen." I mean, hey, if you want to do that, go knock yourself out, I guess. But I don't know why you want to do that. But like I said, with that being said, right? Um, like a citizen should not be given like willy nilly. I mean, it really shouldn't be. But that's what the Democrats want. They want open borders. If you whatever if you guys like this or not like i mean that is what it is like they want open free borders where every can get in come in and 
that's America for you, land of immigrants. I don't agree with that. I don't think Kai agrees with that as well. Am I right, Kai? Wait, what? What? Stop. You, you Wait, I, I didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear what you said. Oh my god, fuck. Because sometimes your mic like cuts out partway into sentence. That's like... Oh, because it's not close to me. Like, Oh, I basically said that you don't like support on giving amnesty to everybody. Like, open borders, basically. You don't support open borders. Okay, okay. So tell, tell me when we're back in. Like... I, I'll say so going back to DACA, for example, that was Democrats' policy to have open borders where everybody can come into America and whatnot. I mean, I don't agree with that. I don't think Kai agrees with that. Am I not right with that, Kai? Yeah, I definitely um, think that we shouldn't be giving amnesty to everyone in a sense or how some of the people on the left would want that. I think a good analogy to this would be looking at a jelly bean jar and you have a full jar of jelly beans, right? The thing is you tell people, hey, you can eat some jelly beans, but one or two of them are poisonous and will kill you if you eat them, right? So are we going to take all the jelly beans? It's going to be an issue because one or two bad jelly beans can corrupt the entire jar. Right. So we discussed this in our schools before. Like you can't have a country without its borders. And if you are not willing to protect the border itself, like there's no United States of America. It's like open. Everybody just jump right in, basically. So yeah, borders kind of demonstrate what our country is. Exactly. It's like we have, so we it's, have our own limits here. Yeah, basically. So you shouldn't be called a racist for saying I want border security. Like that just doesn't make any. You can't. You don't have countries without borders. And for DACA, DACA was going back to DACA point. I mean, yes, give them but visas, not visas, but like give them work permits, but giving citizenship green cards giving them to vote i don't think that's fair to those people that wait in line for for example i waited in line to come to america that took me eight years to sit in this horrendous process of getting a visa to come to america it wouldn't be fair to me and fair to other people as well that wait in line sit there while you could just hop a mexican border and come here and just get free citizenship this just would not make any sense so I think we're going to wrap DACA on, up on that. Do you have any last things to say about DACA? Not really. We kind of agree a lot on this subject. So, so exactly right. So we're going to talk about this outcry of people talking about separating their children from their mother and father. They're getting putting into concentration camp. That's what what is being portrayed by the left media or our fake news network. is. Well, but the thing it. is that that's Obama and Bush era laws. These exactly aren't Trump. right. So they're just being enforced now as like straight. And the current bills are trying to end that, which I think is definitely something we have to do because i i really don't like the idea of putting kids in what you call like a cage or a prison okay so i mean like i said these are bush and obama era laws and they should be ended because so what's that going back to that so like we wouldn't have this issue people would just come to this country legally going back to that point like nobody has to give you separation or anything like that if you just come to illegal so if you want it like an amnesty for if you go to a border patrol agent like um how would i see like the border where you are, like they check your passwords and stuff in Mexico. Like if you go there and t- tell them that you need like amnesty or something like that, they wouldn't arrest you or take your child. They will like do the paperwork for that. But if you try to sneak right. into, the- yeah, exactly. So if you try to sneak into the country illegally, then you get caught. Then they'll arrest you. Exactly right. Then they separate. Or they might even you. shoot you. Uh, exactly right. So then they separate you. Then you cry about saying um. Oh my God! They're separating. This would never be an issue. Just come to the country legally. You're breaking but the, the thing law. Is, and not only that, they eventually do give the kids back. The exactly. It's like twenty like days. Less than forty yeah. days. Exactly. Exactly. Less, it's twenty or forty. It's, it's like, like less yeah. than that. 
like people like send their kids by themselves to America so they could get like put with a, like a responsible adult. So like they're playing the system. We're just, they're literally playing the system. Mexicans are playing the system very well, like no other are. They, they would send kids to the border so like once they get caught, like they would have to send them to like they'll release them to America basically in a sense to relatives or with an adult or f- put them in foster care. So, I mean, they're doing something smart, and I don't think like giving. People crying about basically saying like they're separating children and whatnot like should be that big of an issue to be really, really frank with you. They're getting housing, they're getting food. It might be traumatic or stress like the environment they're in. Yeah, that I could 100% agree with kids, but like they're not treating them like it's kind of concentration camp as media's portraying it. Like, yeah, they're, they're kind of comparing it to like the, the Holocaust or exactly. the Japanese internment. And that is kind of insulting because the Japanese and Holocaust were definitely a lot worse than this. And they yeah, actually they're giving food, shelter, people. living places. Right. But I do think that they, it can be poor at times. That's why I said we should still yeah, end that uh, system. And that's going like, to be ended in the new immigration bill. So, so I think we don't know if it's going to be passed or whatnot. Like I really, do, really do agree with that I mean, we should. Well, it would look crime. bad on the left because they're complaining about oh these cages, these prison-like things. But the thing is, these new bills are going to end that. So if they don't vote for it, they're going to look really bad. Right. So that. it's basically about leveraging politics. That's pretty much what this is. Like, who right. has the leverage, basically? I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. So with that, I mean, that's my two cent on it. I really, really don't think it's that big of an issue. Like, if they're like putting them like somewhere else, and uh, nobody would be able to get them. Fine, but they're giving housing, shelter, food. The environment may be bad. Yeah, I understand that. But like, besides that, I mean, that's pretty much fine. You're coming to the country illegally, and and there's repercussions to that. You can't just give amnesty to everybody that just jumps the border. I mean, that's pretty much self-explanatory at that point. Right, I agree. All right, so I mean, any closing sentence you may want to add to this guy? Not really. No, we did pretty well. So. With that being said, we're going to move on to the next topic of our North Korea. So we'll talk about Nobel Peace Prize for Trump, which do we think he should deserve it? And we'll also talk about did he accomplish anything by doing the Korean stuff? And so we'll, we'll, be, we'll be also talking about trade and midterms as well. That will be a future topic. So let's get right into does Trump deserve a Nobel Peace Prize? So my opinion, maybe if they like actually denuclearize, but I think it's too early to just say, yeah, give him a Nobel Peace Prize. Wouldn't you not say that? Right. I think that in terms of actual strategy, that the move he did when he went to um, North Korea on the 12th was actually pretty bad because he gave too many compliments to the leader and he actually moved all his pieces out where he said, Okay, I'm just going to rem- remove troops from South Korea. He didn't say remove. He basically doing... said that he's going to not. Do well, he's like going to stop doing those drills. Exactly, so obviously, right. that is going to be less personnel. Right. So in the end, it's going to be less people. He is taking some people from South Korea, and South Korea is actually pretty. Um, like they they're pretty frustrated rely... with this decision. Exactly. So South Korea's whole like army or defense is based on America. They don't have anything besides America. Same thing. Well, their reinforcement is based on America. They have a military. Right, but it's not like. They, they wouldn't be able to defend themselves without America. That's pretty much why. If China because decides North to Korea would have China. Exactly right. So and Russia, Russia, China, and North Korea—they're all like three of them. So and some of the Middle East, because some of the Middle East likes North Korea as well. Right. So like Iran, for example. Right. So, yeah. So that would like what Trump said, like complimenting Kim Jong Un was not the smartest idea in any stretch of the imagination. But and he it, shouldn't have moved first. He definitely should not. Have yeah, moved first. he like, should have not. He should have waited for um, um, North Korea. He for Kim Jong Un to have done something first. Then he said, "Okay, in return, 
I'm going to remove some of the troops from South, South Korea and I mean, some yeah, of these drills. We just we'll we, do that first when yeah. we're the bigger man, we're the bigger country. All right, so we, we just want to be very clear. They're, they're not removing troops once again. They're just like doing, stopping the drills. Well, so. obviously, when you re when you stop drills, you're going to be removing troops. It, it, it's kind of like a logical thing. Like, I mean, they're stationed in um, South Korea, so I mean, I, they're not... But if you have troops designed only for the drills, what's the point for them to just sit there? That makes no, 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 sense. they're an actual army that's there, that's just present right. there. If, but like I, some people are just for drills it's like yeah look yeah there may be few people that may be guiding their jokes yeah that i can agree with but yeah I that's what say, i mean that's yeah I, yeah so I, I wouldn't say like they were trying to so i don't think trump played the right card i mean he's given a lot on the table for what he's getting back to be fair would you not say that's correct like he's i mean the thing is it. he's doing a lot of this for a chance at denuclearization exactly. not, if, like, if, not if, like a guaranteed exactly because right. kim jong-un hasn't even said anything regarding i'm going to denuclearize de he never said that right so that's that that might be an issue i think that's a very very big issue if like if he does not abide by trump's gonna go all attack mode i think he's playing very subtle at this point like being friends and nice if he doesn't come through with his promise he's gonna look like a fool and he's not taking it it might just devolve back into yeah exactly yeah exactly i think it's gonna go back rock if kim jong-un doesn't do what he says he's gonna do it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty poor and the media is gonna go on fire for that so yeah pretty much so fake news is gonna play that pretty much so i mean yeah yeah that's pretty it would be caused by trump acting rashly in this yeah so he would pretty much get blasted for saying he's the greatest negotiator when he can't negotiate anything that's right, like, and like people's greatest nightmare is um putting Trump one on one in a room with someone else. That is yeah, exactly. Especially a dictator, exactly. Especially a dictator, and people are very afraid of that. Right, and because of some of the North Korean tactics, we don't know what the translator like, is yeah, saying. There what was what a, the translator like, is saying to us. Like, so there's already yeah, a yeah. propaganda playing on North Korean TV saying like like Trump like waving his like saluting the general. I mean, people are up in arms about that. I don't think you should have saluted. It maybe handshake, but. Like I said, in the moment of time, he didn't know what he was going to do. So I mean, he basically saluted right, to be fair hostages to from us and our allies. So I really think that's a bad move as well. Right, but let's be realistic. In that moment of time, when he went to give him a handshake, he saluted him. So, I mean, he just did just give him a handshake. Right, but he didn't want to do a handshake. He just refused his hand and did a salute, the general. So I mean, Yeah, I, I don't see so much logic in that. So. Right, so I mean... I think it's like a mojita moment, I'm assuming. Like, he did it. I might as well just as a respect towards him. I mean, they shouldn't get any respect for what they actually do to the people. But to be fair, it's just mojita the thing, like, I'm assuming, by that. But the praise thing has to stop, basically. Yeah, I think Trump played nice guy too much. Exactly, that's, yeah. That's that's there wasn't much. that fire attack dog Trump. Rocket man, blow everything up, nuke North Korea. It was that subtle Trump being nice until he bites then. I mean, it's like there's two, it, for him. It's like two extremes. Either he's too nice or he's too exactly uh, right. Cold so and this rash. was basically playing into China's hand. What Trump is doing, if you really want to look at it, China wants right. like no U.S. president in the Korean Peninsula, and Trump is exactly doing what they want. So we got to see how this pans out. As for Nobel Peace Prize, I, it's like I said, it's very very early for any of that. I to think come. if he successfully denuclearizes North Korea, where they they give up all their nukes yeah, and they I mean, slowly become part of the UN and stuff like that, part of the I mean, world like India government. Trying, like, yeah, I mean, let's be realistic, though. North Korea has nothing but those nuke threats. That's really, really? being realistic. It, um, if they give that up, I mean, it's pretty much over. I, I could see Nobel Peace Prize if he helps North Korea become part of the world government, in a sense. Where they yeah, like a more nukes. inclusive, basically. Right. If, yeah. if, if Trump can do that, I could see Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, I still I won't mean, like easily. it because of his rhetoric, but... 
I, I could see it happening. But it's just whether Kim Jong Un's gonna follow through. That's a mean question right now. If Kim doesn't follow through, it's about to be a, like. A, but the thing yeah. about Kim Jong Un is that he's surrounded. The thing is, he he might feel as though it, the same thing might happen like to Gaddafi in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. That if he gives up all his nukes, that he's instantly gonna be swarmed by. But you the could US see like China. Yeah, but China and Russia would always support North Korea. I mean. They're there yes, to protect but we've pressured China too, in a sense, where they might actually do hands off for this one if we if we actually right, go yeah, exactly, yeah. full scale invasion. Like we're doing like tariffs on China. We'll get into that tree talks, but they and are not to mention the mutual destruction. If we attack China, China's gonna attack us. This could be follow. Yeah, then so, was, exactly. So Russia would be definitely be supporting China, and Iran is there as well. Like. Going back, like, Iran deal was awful, too. So, like, the deal they signed for, like, giving up, it wasn't Pacific as, like, Iran deal, to be honest with you. Like, even though Iran deal was, like, a badly crafted deal, but there was details to that deal. What Trump signed was there's very vague and nothing, like, substantive about what it's going to happen with North Korea. It just said, we'll get rid of the nukes. Like, would there be verification? Is somebody going to check up on it? Like... Yeah, are we gonna have U.S. personnel in North so Korea? So UN, yeah, no, UN, UN would do like the checking. I'm assuming because that's useless. UN is gonna right. do something. Is, the, right. is North Korea gonna allow people to go in? And yeah, out? that's like, a main issue. Like, because that's a huge issue for in terms of how they brainwash their citizens. Because if we let people in and out, we're able to like, like transfer information. Basically. Yeah, basically, you right. be able we to can take it out from within. And that's gonna be a problem because um, Kim Jong Un's not as dumb as we think he is. I mean, he's a dict- he's a successful dictator for a reason. I mean, he's doing something right. right. He had to he had to play some some cards right to get in that position and keep it at the same time. So I mean, I think he went to Oxford and like I mean, he knows what he's doing as a dictator. Even though it's like the world's worst thing he does, but I guess he knows what he's doing. And that makes him much crueler as well because if he knows of what he's doing and he's doing it anyway, where he kills his own family intentionally without remorse because he's calculating everything, that makes him a pretty scary guy to say the least. Right, so like when the whole thing about the North Korean and Trump thing, they just would give him legitimacy to play on their propaganda TV to show that how great Kim Jong-un is, like he can negotiate deals for North Korea, they're inclusive, everybody like supports Kim Jong-un to just show him that. But in reality, right. it's just very different on what you see on North Korean TV compared to CNN, for example. So, I mean, I, I remember seeing a story on North Korea where it's like they were reporting a soccer game versus, I think, Hungary. Yeah, exactly. And they said that North Korea won versus Hungary, like, 490-something to, like, five. You could tell how, like, the government... It was a pretty like insane it. score, and, like, they're trying to make it seem as though the North Koreans are invulnerable Exactly. Right, so, like, you could clearly tell, like, they're pretty much, like, wants to be, like, they're the best country out there, but they're clearly not. To be, let's be really human rights awful living condition awful they're probably eating like rice and whatever they can find no they spot. eat dirt and cockroaches in that country they don't have food <laughs> that's the thing i mean i i would say that's kind of harsh to say but i mean it is what it is i mean it is fact to be fair i mean i mean if you want to live you'll eat anything if you have yeah, such at a that point, right that's why there's so many north korean defectors because of these type of issues i mean and then when you when we check their um internal state they have tons of parasites, diseases, bacteria, viruses, right. than Kim signs Jong- of abuse. Exactly, right. rather than Kim Jong-un feeding right. its own people, they build nukes. I mean, that's just not logical at that point, but hey. Yeah, absolutely not logical. I mean, at that point, what else can you say? It's your boy Kim Jong-un at that point. So, I guess any any final closing thing we want to say about North Korea's talk and Nobel Peace Prize? Any like last remarks you may have for it? 
essentially, I th my advice for people like Trump and people like Pompeo who are negotiating this kind of stuff, it's to stop playing. It's like be a little bit nice, say, well, Kim Jong-un's a nice guy and stuff. Like, I think that's fine. But like saying, oh, he treats his citizens so well. He cares so much about his people. He's such a great leader. Okay, that's kind that. of pushing it. That's definitely pushing it. So I think that we should play the nice game, but not where we go too nice and we just say things that are just flat out false. Yeah, so like I wouldn't support them withdrawing out of South Korea. I mean, you, I don't. Right. Yeah, I would not want to see China get all the influence in the Korean Peninsula. I mean, like Japan would get swallowed up by China, and same thing with South Korea. Yeah, I definitely don't want Japan to get swallowed up by China. Japan's one of our greatest allies. Exactly right. So, so if um, if America is yeah. not present there, I mean, it's pretty much over for the Korean countries, and if. I hope Trump knows what he's doing. I mean, he's the president for... If he... He should get more advice, I'm assuming. Because, yeah, I mean, maybe he knows something that we don't, but the, what he's doing right now just doesn't make sense if you look at it in, like, a broad spec. Right. Yeah, him and his ambassador team and people like Pompeo, they need to play a little bit smarter. Exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. Don't, like, but if they play it smarter, they can get something done. Exactly. Don't play, like, the nice guy Trump... Go with fire and fury. Yeah, I supported that. Go with fire and fury. If you don't come out with something, oh well, you tried, but don't put I mean, it in I think you should have tact. I think fire and fury is not very tactful. Right. It's kind of a last ditch thing where it's like you want to pressure them, but if you want to get negotiations done, if you want to get peace talks, he has to play slightly nice, but don't go all the way. So then why would you say that North Korea would came to the table if, you didn't, if they weren't pressured? I mean, they were pretty proud. We were pressuring right. China. That worked at first, but I'm just saying, like, now that we're in at the table, we don't say fire in here. Right, that's so right, if we're at the table, so if that worked the first time, why can't you not say it will work the second time, if that's Well, okay. if we need to pressure them again, yes, I could see that happening. But I think that we were kind of, we're going into the negotiations. Still. Right, so, so... we can kind of put away the, the fire in theory. So, but you, so like you just mentioned, you don't like the harsh, not like the nice rhetoric that Trump put. I mean, if you want to be tough... I don't like the two extremes. Right, so if you want to be tough on the world team, I mean, not fire and fury, but you should have, like, a pretty strong stance. Like, they should right. do something rather than us giving off something for them to do something, if that makes sense. I agree. Right. He so, should Trump should definitely hold his ground a little bit better. Ex like, he, exactly. Right. Not, he didn't really have a good foundation during the talks. Like, he kind of was just too, okay, we'll do this, okay, we'll do this. Yeah, like, so he's, he's too obedient to, to, exactly. to Kim Jong-un. So he's just playing into Kim Jong-un's hands at that point. Right. All right, so those are would be our final conclusion for north korea so we'll get let's get right into them trade talks our nafta oh our nafta ttp transport partnership so we'll talk about china we'll talk about canada mexico and we'll see what's gonna be going so let's get I'll, I'll give a quick brief history so we have been losing in trade i do support what trump is doing i mean somebody has to do something i mean i know ben shapiro said for example there shouldn't be no trade wars, but like we are in a deficit, we can't always be in a deficit. For example, we have to do something about it. Like, for, I'll give a good example. Like, if I see a Chinese product at a Home Depot for like five dollars, and I see an American product for five dollars and five cent, would you rather buy that Chinese product or that American product? What would you do? Well, I I don't think that's a very good. I get what you're trying to say. example sense for a, an american product is better but usually the price differences are like a dollar two dollars right i mean like the, i mean the home depot has to make order. profit to be fair home depot right has so, to the, make so like for example the mexico product is like four dollars the, the american product is six dollars it's like yeah we're definitely gonna pick the mexican product that's two dollars cheaper yeah right so, that, that would be just logical in consumers and that right, would just be absolutely. logical at that point so but my problem with the trade wars is that it, it's a gamble in the end it's like we could be able to benefit from these trade wars if the other countries comply and lower their prices but if they don't 
we could be hurting our own so, manufacturing would you not say department. There's like double standards too. Like China just puts throws everything into America. You know this. I know it's like pretty much everything we have. It's pretty much right. made from China. But like I said, it's a gamble because if we if, if China just says we're not going to send you any more goods, then prices are going to spike for a period of time. Right. That's going to be really bad for the our own economy. So like I said, it's a gamble, and kind of Trump puts people's jobs, people's money on the line without kind of our approval. But, so but it's, I mean, it's a tough. It's but, a tough decision. But would you not? Would you not say this then? I mean, we're already losing in trade war. Like, we have a biggest deficit there is. I mean, right. what, what other a choice do you have? Like, farmers are already losing their money, money in a it's sense. It's kind of a co- it's, it's a cost weight analysis thing where it's like, is it going to be worth it's, it's, gambling uh, it's America X first, amount of right. jobs, it's like, he X was amount very cl- of salary? So, right, so he was very clear when he said America first. I mean, this is what America first should be. Like, if China should not be allowed to willingly just throw every steel they have to America and American business will get right. hurt. I mean, that's very lo- is, that's very logical with business, though. To be fair, like that's why people leave America to go somewhere else because right. of that. cheap labor. That's costs why are- jobs get outsourced. Exactly right. So if you don't have an America first policy, I know the tax cut like helped them, but if you're getting cheap labor, co- for example, iPhones, why would you? Why would somebody want to buy two thousand dollar iPhone here when they can get an eleven hundred dollar iPhone? Same exact thing in Vietnam, for example. Right. It just wouldn't make any sense, to be fair. But like I said, it's a gamble. If it works out in the end, Trump should definitely get praised for that if we actually start benefiting from this. But it could end up hurting our citizens if it doesn't go well. I mean, it it more than likely, for now, yeah, for as a short term wise, yeah, it's going to hurt because it's trade work. Like today, it was announced that they're going to be like 200 million, 200 billion trade tariffs on Chinese goods again. So I think this is like the. Somebody had to do it, and Trump decided. I think I do support this. If you want America first, you gotta get rid of these unfair trade practices. Right. I, like you can't if you can't have like you can't have like tariffs from China when when we like import stuff to China, they put tariff on our product, but like free willy nilly have like items here. Like there's no like balance in that basically. That, I mean, if it works, good Trump. But if it doesn't work, then really bad Trump. I mean, worth the <laughs> effort, right? I guess, like, worth the effort. So, also, he he's trying to negotiate by, like, lifting the ban of ZTE, ZTC or ZT, I can't quite remember the name. But, like, the cell phone manufacturer company that violated sanctions and whatnot. So, part of their negotiation deal with trading was to lift um, sanctions or ban from the Chinese government companies. So, what are your thoughts on that? I don't support that at all. Like... You shouldn't be leveraging a Chinese company for trade deals, like if. The, yeah, if, I, I think that, that that doesn't sound very good either. Exactly, so I disagree. Yeah, exactly. Like they shouldn't be like leveraging um, Chinese cell phone company for trade deals when they violated sanctions. Sanctions are there for a reason. If you don't abide by them, that's you can't do business. That's very simple. Rule. Right, I, I agree. I mean, that's very very simple. All right. With that being said, we had the whole. Justin Trudeau thing situation with Canada tariffs and whatnot like he got pretty melodramatic to say the least <laughs> say the least so so uh, to how how Trump advisor said he was going to go to hell and whatnot I mean what are your thoughts on that I mean I, I think that it, it kind of goes into my whole logic around the trade war it's like it could work if we if we tariff Canada because Canada is unfairly tariffing some goods and if they call us our, our great ally and such then why are they trying to scam us of certain so, money? So basically, unfair trade practice. So, I mean, like I right. said, I'm going back to... They like, keep saying we're such a great ally to them and such, but, like, why so, are they being so unfair But they, they literally run our pocket try. So. Exactly. They run our pocket They're try. They're taking advantage. Pretty much right. So, I really, really do... I'm, going back to it again, Trump is doing a fantastic job on trade. Even though some people may not like it, I really do support this, what he's doing, because of... 
somebody had to do it and nobody's doing it and he decided to do it america first i mean whether you like it or not at the end america would i mean america's business would be up at by doing this but the negative would be the prices may go up because of it so it's like trade war back and forth i hope they do come with resolution for instance mexico's and cars ac like they what trump said i mean and you yeah, know we're definitely. also doing it on Japan because Japan sends a lot of automobiles to the U.S. Exactly, like Korea, uh, India, India's like doing more tariffs. But actually, America. I wanted to ask you about this because actually we've been actually um, not doing so much of a trade war against places like South Korea compared to like Japan, yeah, Canada. Yes, yeah, so we would say those are like, I mean, they're all our close allies, but I think the president understood like when they were meeting. I think they understood what Trump wanted, and I think. He's going with that. I think they did lower the tariffs from China. But why do you think they? Why do you think they they tariff China, Canada, and Japan, but then they don't tariff South Korea very much? Right, so I mean, China produces a lot of stuff compared to South Korea. You know it too. I know it too. Japan the same as well. So Korea is like mainly known for like cars, but China is like a whole bunch of like plastic, shoes, cell phones, TV monitors, anything you see like beds. Everything, majority of them do come from China. And if most of the items coming from China to America free uh, without tariffs, and when we like send items to them, they're tariffing that, then that just wouldn't be like smart sense in economic, economic wise. And that's why the Dow, uh, the stocks have been going down because of it, a fear of trade. I don't think it should people should fear of this. Like, yeah, it, it may be bad for consumer, man. Somebody had to do it. At the end of the day, somebody had to do it, and he was the one that did it. And we should just be grateful not grateful but like i mean i have to it's one of those wait and see things for me exactly yeah it's the same thing as the north korea thing yeah exactly it's the same thing i'm not gonna praise trump yet exactly it's the same thing as north korea at this point right we just have to see what happens afterwards right trump just needs to play smart and maybe he can get something done it's one of those wait and sees i'm kind of skeptical of this though yeah, I could say the same thing, but like I'm just giving them credit for actually doing it, doing something rather than just sitting there with the trade deficit. There were stats that was out showing that the trade deficit was going down. I mean, like I said, somebody had to do something. Our boy Trump did it. So good kudos to him. And with that being said, we are going to try to go to the midterms. So midterms is very, very, um, like, um, fuck. Never mind. Hold on. Fuck. No, I was. No, I'm doing the screenshot thing. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But you said fuck, so you have to stop it there. So. Yeah, I'll go over it. I'm doing the screenshot thing. This. We're doing pretty good so far. Like this is taking a shit show. Like I try to do the screenshot thing. Like this is does not work. Oh, there we are. I mean, it was working. Yeah, just do the same thing you did. Oh, you can see this, right? No, that's my OBS. No, 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 no. Fuck. Which one are you seeing? I see your OBS. Hold on, give me a second. I'll be right back. Yeah. Give me just a second. I'll be right back. Alright, so our final topic is going to be the midterm. So midterm is very consequential to Donald Trump. So it's going to reflect on his years of presidency. If people, like, then there was a new poll up by Gallup saying people are very satisfied with how the country is going. I mean, that would play a big factor into how the midterm goes. So the Democrats' message is not that strong at all. They're, the, most of the time, all I hear is impeachment and... That's about it. I like when they said well, that. The problem with the Democrats is that most of their policy is just a response to what Trump says. It's like, okay, but you can respond to Trump, but what do you actually want by so, on your own? So would you say it's more radical to the left than actually like to the left, like very radical? 
right? They have less actual left policies, which I can see some of them being actually good policies if they try to implement them. But instead, they focus on what's radical, what's what's just directly how to directly antagonize Trump, like not necessarily how to create their own original policy. Right. It's not about like policy. It's just about how can we like get over Trump, basically. Right. Instead of like what can we create on our own that can beat Trump separate from Trump. So I think the one thing that's yeah. going for the GOP is the great economic number. Like the economics is, economy is very, very doing, doing very well. So right. that I mean, people look at economy when they vote. If the country is going in a great direction, they wouldn't like to get a change. If it's not, they're always like willing to get change. Like Obamacare, when that was shoved down our throat, the country didn't like Obamacare. So the next term, they voted Democrats out and the GOP controlled the whole entire majority. So... I mean, it's very consequential to what the president does. And if he does a good job with how he's doing, like the taxes, pretty decent for businesses. Maybe not so much for like a regular consumer, not, yeah, like a consumer or worker, but it's pretty good for businesses. So, and the job, there's the jobs number, the economics as general is just great as a whole. Would you not agree with that? I agree. The economy is definitely going really well. We're definitely having really good stocks right now, which is great, great the economy as our boy would say stonks but it is what it is so yes we're having our stonks go up right so what would you say to those people that say obama did all of this i don't think that's correct at all soon as obama left office that's about it i mean he has nothing he doesn't have any influence whatsoever afterwards so that's i could see some i could see some argument for some of obama's influence playing because you have to admit that when when obama was leaving office the economy was going up albeit not as fast as trump but it was definitely going up which is so part of it is obama but i do think trump does um deserve credit a lot on his own he deserves some he deserves credit obama deserves some credit too Okay. I think that Trump deserves right. more. So Trump, Trump, okay, so for Obama's case, I mean, he was coming out of a recession, so Donald yeah. John Trump is the 45th why, why is my Alexa just turned on? United States. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> why did my Alexa just turn on? All right, so do, do we have to stop there? 142. No, what the fuck? All right. All right, I'll just go. All right, so going back to Obama's, um, he did come out from recession, so... To be fair, he does deserve credit for picking it back up from recession. Would you not agree with that? I think we both That's agree. true. Right. So, but That's let's be, definitely true. Let's be realistic. Though. Would America really go in downward spiral after the recession? I think everything was going to pick back up after that recession. I mean, that's pretty common sense. I mean, the economy has its ups and downs. So right. So if we were bound thing, to go up eventually. Exactly. Right. So how much credit can you really give to Obama for going up when that's already down in the gutters? Well, if he didn't know what he was doing, he probably could have he could have made the situation worse. Right, so, but like I said, some he, credit goes to Obama, but I think a lot of it does go to Trump in this sense. So. Right. So I mean, the, the, doing business is very, very easy and very fundamental, fundamentally easy. Regulation and taxes that will get all the people to come to America. To, and Trump is focusing a lot on deregulation, which exactly, I think in right. some cases is a good thing. But so, I do think we we still have environmental and safety regulation. Yeah, safety regulation safety. fine, but like for instance, going back right. to Paris climate change, me putting three billion dollars into that horrendous deal by saving one temperature point doesn't do anything i'd rather take that through and put it into our cities right but the thing is like it doesn't matter if we put in money for it the thing is like china's not going to cooperate no, China, not china was there in the Paris climate change but let's be realistic them they aren't t- actually doing very much exactly though. right it's not enforced as it should be that's pretty much what you're trying to say they're there so but it was, it's not enforced 
it was a deal waiting to fail. So. Pretty much like the Iran deal at that point. So nice. that that's my two cents on it. So I think the midterms are very, very important. Some of the key matchups that you guys may want to it's like a boxing match, but key matchup you guys should watch out for is that Arizona C I know Joe Arpaio did not get the pro GOP primary, so he's Right. Out of that the race. problem with um Arpaio is people, people view him as a racist. Apparently he treated his um prison people very poorly, like he treated prisoners very poorly. He like played games with them or something. I saw a lot in John Oliver and John Oliver played certain videos and it was not very good stuff, to say the least. Right, so some of the candidates are McSally and Ward. So I think McSally was running with the Democratic challenger. I'm not quite sure on that, but McSally was leading the polls. So. But it's going to be bad if um, the, the GOP loses Arizona because we had John McCain for such a long time. And right, but John, you can't through. replace John McCain with Sally. Right, because John McCain was, he was pretty good. Okay, John, for for his time, John McCain wasn't bad for a senator. I wouldn't say, like he didn't vote for the Obamacare repeal bill. I mean, he was a last vote. I don't think he supported the tax. Maybe he. Did. I'm not quite sure on that. Maybe I think he did support the tax cut. Like I said, Obama was a thorn in Trump. Basically, that that same thing as the Tennessee governor, Tennessee senator, um, or Jeff Flake as well from Arizona. So. <laughs> Jeff Flakey, right? <laughs> exactly. So I mean, it's just they're just they're all retiring, so or just leaving the Senate, so they could care less about what he wants to do. Basically, we'll go more. Hence, into why the, some of these states are a little bit more iffy. Exactly right. So, yeah, there's not good enough strong candidates that's running. That's the main issue. Like, we don't right. Have... And then, meanwhile, in those is in those states, we have consistent Democrats, so they actually gain more publicity every time they run, <laughs> even if they fail. So. You're putting up with someone with a lot of publicity versus someone who's brand new running for seat. All right, so let's talk about some of the key matchups that we'd mentioned. Then we'll talk about is Trump taking over the Republican Party. We'll talk about all that. So for that, let's see. So Indiana, I don't know why there's a Democratic governor in Indiana, but it's Donnelly, it's Donnelly versus Mike McGovern. Burn? I, I don't know how to pronounce that. I think it's Brown. B R A U Brown. Okay, fine. So I think it's Brown. So <laughs> okay, Mike Brown versus Joe Dunley. So from what I'm seeing, I think it should be easy win for Brown. I don't see why Democratic would take a Indiana. Like, do you see them making an upset? Um, I could see it go either way, but yeah, I, I do see it leaning more GOP in the. You're right, Mike Pence. I that I think that's Mike Pence's brother. He got the nomination for Indiana. I'm pretty certain about that. So, but remember that Trump did lose New York, his own state. Right, so. but New York's more liberal. I mean, you can't. Right, but I'm saying that win. you can't always win your own state. It but can be like, a toss. Realistic, it depends on your political states. Like, if I'm a, right, if I'm like but Indiana's, a, yeah, if so Indi there, exactly yeah. right. So, if all right, for instance, if Trump was from like Utah. Like he would automatically win Utah because it's a Republican-leaning seat, and he's Republican. It may be tougher, like for instance, Obama to win Utah. So yeah, right. that's that. Mitt Romney definitely wins Utah. There's like no competition for him. Our boy, right. Romney can easily win that. Another controversy is Joe Manchin from West Virginia. So. He has been supporting a lot of Trump's policies because of the tough election cycle. 
yeah, tough election cycles. Do you think that's a key to get elected where it's right. like so if he, you support a the, lot of Trump? Yeah, is that he, how you get elected? Pretty much right. So there was the South Carolina primary. They, he was one of the most conservative guy that was there on the South Carolina GOP primary. And he lost because he opposed Trump. I mean, Republican Party is Trump Party. Whether you want like it or you hate it, it is what it is. It's Trump Party. And as we look at real clear politics... Um, Joe Manchin has been slipping in the polls to Patrick Morrissey. I mean, Patrick Morrissey is not a strong... Yeah, Patrick Morrissey. I don't think he's a great candidate, but I mean, he's not a bad candidate. So, I think Joe Manchin is playing to his constituent, I'm assuming, at this point. West Virginia is Trump country, and he got to do. He has to do everything if he wants to get reelected at that point. So, what would you, what would you, you say? even have a chance. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's West Virginia. I mean, West Virginia is red, so I think... Exactly we'll right, but if you oppose Trump and go all radical liberal, I mean, that's pretty much you're it. You're going to lose. That's why that's people a... like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, like, their approval is like in the ground. All right, so what would you say about term limits? I absolutely do support term limits. I 100% support term limits. I think part of the deep state is because that some of these people are in here for 20, exactly. 30 so years. Let's talk about Diane Feinstein. She's been, a, she's, a, I think in the House, she's, a, she's in the House, but she has been in Senate for like, 40 30 years like i think it's time to retire like nancy Pelosi. Uh, what do you think about the term limits i think that two or th- two terms two or three yeah terms. like say i think the same thing as the president like eight years max then we get new people well senate is six years so it's like what do we do we let them in for 12 years or do we just let them have the six like what do we do because you want eight years i mean if, if you look at years. the constitution well, yeah, well take like yeah like house house people are they have to run for re-election every single year so well, every two years. Right, every pretty much. You're right. So whenever there's like a midterm, they always have to run rather than the Senate. It's like yearly basis. So I I would support term. It would literally drain the swamp if you get rid of these like eighty year old people. It would stop certain deep state activity from going on. Right. You exactly. have a limited amount of time, so you have to make the most out of that time. So it would like, do it. Yeah, so it would do the great job to have term limits. I 100% do support term limits in that case. So some of the other key matchups we could watch with Tennessee. I think Tennessee, well, I think Blackburn will probably take Phil, but it's, like I said, it's very toss-up. In some of the polls, Blackburn, yeah, Blackburn has been struggling compared to Phil, so. Yeah, it says it says according to these polls that, that um, the Democrat candidate is doing better. So. In a Tennessee, that's surprising. I mean, to be Th- fair, though, that's that's tough. Cause Tennessee's tough. Exactly, but the last poll that was out in four seventeen, and it's six, so that's why. I mean, she of has been closing the gap, June. right? So she has been closing the gap. The last poll was she was down by three points. So that's a good key matchup to watch. I think Cruz will easily win Texas. I don't think that would. Be yeah, that, that that's that's gonna be easy because people tend to like Ted Cruz. I mean, Ted Cruz is pretty like conservative and he doesn't oppose trump that much not that i'm aware of he opposes him on a few things and they they exchange some name calling exactly but like they have a good mutual relationship i think right right so heidi highcamp is another one that we should talk about heidi highcamp she's from north dakota i think she's gonna win i think she's gonna definitely gonna lose to kevin Carmer, 100 percent, because it's north dakota i don't think they're gonna re-elect a democrat again not that i'm not that i think they would like and the polls showed that it went from the Democrat to the Republican in a span of like four months, which I think is right. So I mean, with these, it's a great, bad sign for right, the Democrats. Exactly right. So with the great economics, economics that's happening, right? So I think 
Republican has a great chance of flipping the. I think G for GOP, it's looking solid in Senate wide. I just want to quickly mention that GOP will probably gain a couple of seats rather than lose seats. I really think they have the easy primaries. Like, Tennessee I mean, it's it's kind of weird because the right is saying, "Oh, the left is going to lose some seats," and then the left is saying, "Oh, we're going to the yeah, right's going to lose some seats." But, so let's be realistic here. T okay, Tennessee. I think it's more than likely it's just going to come Republican at that point. West Virginia, I think it's going to be Republican as well. So North Dakota, that should be Republican. It's, Nevada is very tricky. It could be 50-50. Nevada is close to um, places like California might have some influence. You're right. So that's very, very tricky. Missouri, so location plays a significant role. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. Right. If you're in California, I doubt the whole state's going to vote Republican. That's just not going to happen. Um, Missouri... It should win Republican, but Democrats winning um, Missouri. So that's. Can we go over Florida? Right. So Florida is Nelson and the governor Rick Scott is running for in Florida. I think Rick Scott will probably end up winning, even though like he wasn't strict on guns. And our boy David Hogg is probably going to campaign against Scott. I think yeah, Scott would. Yeah, I think Scott would probably end up winning at that. Actually, end. it shows in the polls that Scott gained the lead over Nelson. Cause Nelson. Right. In the, right. So and by the way, he gained the lead. Scott gained the lead in the polls after all the gun control things. So right, exactly. Actually, right. it might have caused the, David Hogg probably caused the reverse of what was intended. Yeah, pretty much. So did the poll? Yeah. Guns, so, so the poll was taken in six four, six nineteen. So the poll was very recent. Right, and this was like after Texas. This was after David Hogg and yeah, his, and all uh, of and, that and the, and the Florida too. shooting. Yeah, that's all that gun I mean, control. I mean, I, I think we should have some common sense gun control, but like David Hogg was a bit extreme, and I think that's what caused certain people to want right, to say nobody, no to Democrats. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm pretty hundred percent certain. Even if the Democrats were to take everything, they would still would not ban guns. It's just politics leverage at that point. It's what right. It's like have. it's two opposite extremes, and it can get pretty exactly. Sketchy. It's, it's the leverage that you have basically at that. Point. So Fl Florida might turn red, and remember that Florida did go Trump in 2016. Right. So. so it was nearly, but Arizona. We mentioned that. So that's our midterms th thinking at this point. So I mean, Trump's approval rating has been going up as well as economic economics and um right like the yeah so if the if the, if you if there's jobs and people are satisfied with how the country is going i don't think they were willing to get a party change and to reverse it for the toss-ups the dems are gonna have to win more more than six out of eight that means they have to win more than 75 percent of toss-up now as we just viewed a lot of these toss-ups are leaning slightly to the so right there's 44 so, democrats and there's in 48 secured right and then 48 48 republicans secured. so there'll be eight toss-ups and you need 51 for a majority and if okay so 48 so if they get tennessee that'll be 49 west virginia 50 north dakota 51 and there you go they just grab florida and then yeah florida and then Missouri. become Exactly, Florida, Indiana, Missouri. Missouri. Missouri exactly. Missouri. So, I mean, the yeah. I don't think the Senate is that big of an issue for the GOP. It's more than the House seats. The House seats may be tricky to, like, grab. I think it, w it will be real difficult for House seats. The thing is, the, when you have a political party, you just need to control one of the houses because a lot goes through yeah, both you houses. Yeah, you could just, like, filibuster it at that point. You could filibuster or just plain vote it out. Or to charge Trump could just veto it. Right. So the thing is, Check the GOP ha are there by people. has kind of secured their control yet again, which I think is 
what do you think is the cause of this? Because I think it's I more think of it's a such a radical that. yeah, exactly. It's just radicalized in the policy. It's not a substance, it's just attacking Trump, impeaching Trump. There's not people don't vote to impeach Trump, they vote to get their lives better. I mean, I think we could right. pretty much agree on that. If like if 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 a party says they're willing to help me find a job and whatnot, like cut down on regulations, like give me bonuses, no less taxes for me. That's what I want to vote. I wouldn't want to waste my one vote that I get in two years or four years on a policy that says I'm going to impeach Trump. That doesn't do anything good for me. That just creates more chaos. Right. It just creates more chaos. Exactly. So people kind of generally prefer order, which I think. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Is- right. You may hate the guy that's in office. Fine. That's your view on it. But well, as long as it's civil. Right. It's civil. And if if your life is not being affected by that guy, like being in the office i mean you, you can should, disassociate from him pretty much yeah like i don't like him but i mean it's going well so i mean right i, mean, I don't think either of us could say wow he's such a great man great friend. exactly i mean he has flaws absolutely he he's has his issues saint. yeah he's not a saint out of no stretch of the imagination but you just don't vote with people just to say oh, i'm gonna impeach him so i'm gonna vote him. and the thing is the left is also running on things like ban all guns exactly. allow all immigration it's They're- like that's insane. That's like the west side of the country. They're like alienate the middle and the east side of the country if you want to run like that. Which you're not yeah, it's like they're really isolating themselves as just radical and they're kind of bringing a lot of attention on that. Even if you were like a classic liberal that like had the, if you like believed in the idea, it's just been like put so to the left that people want to disassociate with that. And then the right actually has policies like we want this, we want this, and the left right. is kind of unclear on what they right. want. A- anything like they don't agree with the right, they just associate with them racism, bigotry. It's like when, when you think of the left, what actual policy can you actually think of that's, that isn't very yeah. radical? What I, what, whatever comes to my ban all guns, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Or it's like allow all illegals. And remember, of course, that the Nancy Pelosi defended the... Um, yeah, MS-13. Like, we, can't call, we can't call MS-13 animals, but like... But they, what else do you call them? I mean... Do we call them good-natured citizens? <laughs> no. Like I said, it's really, really sketchy. So, so I mean, they need to. The Dems need to pump up their rhetoric, make make themselves have a sound message. That's pretty much a, have a have a message. Have have an actual platform. Have actual policy, that and maybe they'll win. Some, I think they'll win some more votes. That what was so enticing about Trump was there was that change that he was going to bring. That he was very was... anti-political correctness, which exactly. people really felt like the need exactly. for because he was like Right. He was like the voice to those guys that lives in the country that have no voice in the big government. He was that guy that was going to say, this is wrong, this is what we need. Going back to Also going back to trade, I think he is the voice for those people that's out there that's getting hurt by NAFTA, TTP. I mean, that's why I think people may don't like that trade deal, but I think he's doing a good job on trade because of that. He's giving voice to those people that may not have like voices, basically. Right. And not only that, it's people who are the anti-SJW, people who don't like being silenced, people who like... And also the left does seem to want to crack down on freedom of speech, and people are getting scared of that. Right, like... Because they don't want to go toward, like, what England is doing now, what some of these Middle Eastern countries have in their terms of, quote-unquote, freedom of speech, which is... People do really appreciate having freedom of speech. When Trump attacks the press, they, they say, like, oh, no, he's attacking the press, that's in a constitution, but when you try to suppress free speech... I mean, aren't you not doing the same thing as the freedom of press? Like, I don't see the correlation. Right, and I think the right is a little bit, they're very smart in a sense where it's like, okay, we do support constitutional rights. These things are not debatable. and These are things that right. every citizen has. And the left is like, eh, we can um, shift some things around. And people are like, it's, no, it's but we very fundamental. There's not that. Like, there's not what that. is there to debate about freedom of speech? What is there to debate about you can have, you have the right to 
owning right. a weapon so if you go, can so pay go, for it. Yeah, so, so going back to like the, the debate, so in our class, for, I'm, I'm not going to name it, in our class we talked about the gun control, for example, and it was freshly, it was fresh in our minds when Florida happened, so we had a discussion in class about gun control, and the one proposal that our teacher came up with is ban all guns, so and she said we have tried she didn't that. say ban all guns but she did say ban all assault rifles. right she said pretty yeah, much she ban wasn't guns. she isn't as radical as like, right so, so let's be right. fair so she said um ban gun technically ban guns that's pretty much how she mentioned australia it's pretty much ban guns so she but the said, thing is australia has a very different environment very different exactly population. less people like can't apply the same thing right, here. i'm just going with the I, mean, I mean japan has gun ban too yes yeah, so the thing uh, is we're not japan right so i'm just going back to what she was saying she said that She's a very liberal person, so what she said that's the well, only. She was reasonable, right? So she's she, she debated with us. Yeah, so she she said that we need to ban a gun. That's the only solution, and that's in the table. Well, one issue it's I not had, a solution, right? So that's very radical to the left. No Republican would want to support that. Come in the middle ground, like universal background check, and one and people would ban support bomb that. Okay, yeah, banning bumps. That's support. that's absolutely fine. You shouldn't make an, a semi-automatic rifle to and for on. Like shooting rifle, basically. Right. I, I, so it's just, it's just if you a, go extreme, then you're not exactly, going to get exactly. If you go with no message, just go extreme liberalism. I mean, good luck getting your base. That's about it. That's why when you see like going back to this is Trump's party and whatnot, it's definitely Trump's party. If you go against Trump, you're pretty much gonna lose the primaries. Like South Carolina. So do you like, think Trump is extreme? Because we talked about the left extreme. Do you think that Trump is right? Yeah, extreme? some of these issues. Yeah, he's absolutely extreme but so why does he get votes and then the left with their extreme don't win i think so his message... how does one extreme beat the other well like i think his message is like clear in a sense that what like there's like yeah. some, there's like policies that's there to go with that extremism for instance ban all guns okay so what about the other side of the people would you just alienate like them? The other side is like we should have some reasonable exactly. background checks. Okay, yeah. So what sounds more more logical? It's like why don't we just have some checks? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Fundamental you, rights. Exactly. If you, so, what, what when the radical left says we should rip it out of the constitution for bare arms, like what? You just get mind blown. So, so we should we just remove uh, Amendment One, which is freedom of speech too? It's like exactly right. When, when Trump are we going to remove um, double jeopardy? Are we going to uh, remove okay. when, right? Exactly. So when he Trump attacks, it gets crazy. Press, it's a double stand standard is like outrageous. Uh, I, would you not say that the double standard? Right. Like so so people. although the right can be extreme, it's like they're more clear, and the left is more of like the idea is like precise of what they want and how they want. Yeah, they, there's if you look at Freedom Caucus, they're like hardliners but when it came to the immigration going back to our first topic they said um we want to give them citizenship that's like my mind but okay that's rationale you can't get the border wall unless you give up something in return so you have to be reasonable to get what you want you just can't be that one narrow-minded person that's there just stubborn at one spot you have to be open-minded would you not say Okay. Right, agree, hundred percent. That we we should definitely be more open minded right, like for reasonable middle ground policies. Right. Like we can't just go for so, extremes, ominous extremes. Right. So going back to Freedom Caucus, like I mean, they're one of the most conservative people that's there in the house right now. Like nothing can be talked. I mean, they understood if you wanted the wall, you gotta give something up. So they gave up citizenship. Yes, it may not be the correct thing, but they have. I mean, they can't go speak out against Trump. They're very afraid to do that. I don't know why they are, but they, they just are. Why do you think that's the case? I mean, you, you did say it's, it's Trump's party, so if you right. speak out against Trump, you're going to lose popularity. You're not going to get reelected. That's kind right, of how but, it's going. But Trump's not that popular either, so I don't know why. Is, where, where's that disconnect you see? 
I mean, the thing is, power and position does play a major role. Remember how Trump uses his Twitter a lot, and Trump does have 52 million Twitter followers. Right, so, so he uses so Bobby Pulpit then. He like, exercises Bobby Pulpit at that point. Right, so l let's say he calls someone out on Twitter. That person's going to lose popularity instantly because Trump is the bigger person in popularity. If a celebrity talks crap about some smaller celebrity or just a private citizen, people are going to go on to hate that person. Right. That's generally the same thing. Like if the country doesn't view, I think the main issue is if you're in the Trump country and talk bad about Trump, I think that's where you lose voters. Like if you're in California right. and talk bad about Trump, I mean, you're not in Trump country. Like he doesn't have that broad of influence in California than he does in like, for instance, Texas or Mississippi. Yeah, you're definitely going to get flamed if you talk um, trash about Trump in Mississippi that kind of places exactly so i think it's just more into geographic well, it's kind of the same thing where, where we don't like Demo we, we kind of um go against democrats where we live and it's like people flame us because we live in a very blue right so location. it's just more about demographics so, so yeah if trump's the face of if trump's the face of the republican party so would you say elizabeth warren is the face of the democratic party i mean there's not that leader that's out there the guy that was leading went to minnesota to be a you could you could you could argue Bernie Sanders, but right, but he says he's a quote unquote socialism, socialism independent. Right, and that's extreme. That's so, like beyond. We're not America will never be Denmark. I want everybody to understand, or Europe in general, we will never be that. We won't give or Russia. <laughs> yeah, let's be communist. Let's just be KGB at its finest, right? Yeah, no. Um, I yeah. mean, but the thing is about Elizabeth Warren is that she does support some of the socialistic policy that Bernie Sanders proposes. Right, but we don't so, see like the traditional like blue collar democratic worker. It's just like radical policies, like unions and all that. It's just radical. Would you not say so? The thing is, I mean, the Democrats just need to find a good leader. Like, so who do you think would be a good leader? This Camilla Harris, I think she may be going for twenty twenty. Elizabeth Warren. I don't know about Bernie Sanders. I, I mean, I personally, the, the one of the only Democrats I would be voting for is Michelle Obama. Okay, but when she because she kind of stays away from the deep state, she stays away from the corruption, she stays away from socialism. I think these are all very good. Okay, so would you? But she's not very political. Well, so would you mind seeing? Also, oh, you wouldn't mind seeing Obama as the face of the Democratic Party. So Michelle what? Obama, yeah, yeah, sure. How about Obama itself? She when she says she doesn't want to be affiliated with politics, so. I mean, the thing about Obama is that he already had his two terms, but during Obama's presidency, I could see him as a clear leader and a, and, not, and not very. I mean, you you have to say that Obama wasn't very extreme. Yeah, Obama was like a subtle democratic leader. He had his he had his and ideas. People didn't and, like him for that. Exactly right. He had his ideas and whatnot, right? But he was just a subtle leader at that point. I mean, we need. To... I, I thought he I thought he did pretty decent in my opinion. Yeah, okay, Obama wasn't bad, but, like, everything Obama did wasn't great either. Like, affirmative action, right. I think that was great either. Affirmative action was pretty pretty garbage, and considering we're students, that's... Yeah, I don't uh, think yeah. that was great. Like, it's just what you believe in, basically. I think if Democratic wants to take over 2020, House, Senate, and whatnot, they need strong leaders, better candidates, and have a message. I think that's the three key factors of the party. If you have all three of them, I think you easily win the election. Yeah, I, I think you summed. We both summed up what the Democrats need to do as a whole. As for the GOP, just stay on message. I guess don't roast Trump and have a good get more policies done that people actually want to see. Don't don't sit in the Senate and do absolutely nothing. Do something basically to keep your majority, and that's pretty much it. Run a good campaign and have a great right. candidate. Like a lot of GOPs are retiring, so have a good, solid young candidates 
that's an easy win right there. I mean, from what what do you think about the 2020? It's early, but what do you think about it? I mean, we haven't even seen who the Democratic leader is. It's right. So I mean, we just discussed it, but it's like who's gonna run if that so, can be? So Trump? would you think it's, Joe Biden? So would you think like Joe Biden, uh, Booker, Cory Booker, Bernie? Maybe well, in terms of who I'd vote for, I'm only really considering Michelle Obama or possibly possibly Joe Biden. Although Biden has his own some issues too with his um the creepy so, Joe Biden stuff. But... So would you say Joe Biden is a good leader because he is a vice president? So well, I think he deviates a lot from the from the extreme left. He's a lot like Obama, Hillary. So he's more subtle, basically. So right when he's Hillary... more subtle, and sometimes that's what the country needs. But Hillary had her problem with the emails and the FBI. Right. So wait, and this Hillary... was one month before the election that caused a lot. The, the of fu- yeah. So the, yeah. Mind. Exactly. So the funny thing about Hillary is that she wasn't left enough so she had to be radicalized to be in the left that's how but then if you radicalize you're not going to get votes exactly right you if you're not radical in like california like washington you're not going to get votes that's just what it is like it's impeach trump trump is bad and ban all guns and that's about it like i could say california is just self-destructing at this (laughs) imagine ben shapiro running (laughs) exactly i mean who knows maybe maybe you get votes I mean, I, I'd probably abstain if it, if it turns to like a Cory Booker versus Trump because I, I I really don't plan on voting Trump in twenty twenty. Right. What do you think? I mean, I don't know yet to be like very. If Ben Shapiro runs, he's not gonna get the GOP nomination. That's just not feasible. I could say this like very clearly: Trump is the ticket for twenty twenty. Maybe you, you think Trump's gonna get reelected? Not reelected, but like he's the GOP candidate for the, the GOP. Yeah. That's like a lock, but. Imagine if the Dems put up Oprah. <laughs> okay, it's like you can't have celebrity. I mean, anything is possible in Trump. I mean, Trump uh, is a celebrity. Exactly right. Event. So I mean, that our argument wouldn't be that precise. But like I said, anything like Kim Kardashian, no, that, that's no. Kanye West. He will be run. He's gonna run as GOP, so he will lose. So shamed, shameful. Yeah. Like rappers, I don't think people will vote for rappers. Come on now, rappers, and. Porn stars, come on now. Porn. That's yeah. not feasible. It's not feasible at all. So that's our thoughts on the midterms. I mean, we pretty much summarized what we thought about it. We'll just like touch on all four of the topics that we did talk about. Then we'll give our closing statements and pretty much so going back to immigration. I don't. I mean, I don't mind them separating parents from children. I mean, they're not placing them into a asshole places they're getting good place to live it's not good but it's feasible better than walking the desert it's it's not that big of a deal as media portrays it to be but i, I mean the environment could be traumatic for kids i 100 percent do agree with that and I, I think they will probably fix it border wall definitely there should be a wall chain migration visa lottery and all that get rid of all of them have a merit-based system give let other people live the american dream don't have like 100 people that just shows up and i have quotas actually enforced quotas would you not say that yeah i i definitely agree with the majority of these i, I do think we should put more emphasis on making the environment better for the children because we don't want right. to traumatize kids who are later going to become thugs or criminals or asylum patients is right oh, definitely go, not what we're trying to aim for so yeah go going back to like what i said about like them having if you come to the border you could get five for asylum paper that's what i meant to say yeah so i mean that's right. a pretty good pretty good things i guess so that would be our immigration for it build the wall big like 100 feet wall if that's why even possible 
and I mean, he said enforce, he'd make the wall 10, 10 feet exactly, higher. And enforce the immigration law. You, you shouldn't be called a racist for enforcing an immigration law. Right. That's ridiculous. So North Korea, just generally a better strategy to move yeah, exactly. forward. Don't be that Less lubby. of a nice game. Exactly, right. So don't be that lubby. Yeah, he's not trying to romance it up with Kim Exactly. Go, be, have a strong position, hold it, and don't play into China's hand. That's the main issue. Don't give China what China wants. Don't play that game. That's very, right. very clear. And going back to trade, it's a gamble. I hope he succeeds at the end. I do like what he's doing. He's giving voice to these farmers and whatnot people. Right. So, it's either going to really help the people or it's really going to hurt the American people. So yeah, it's, it's a gamble. Right. I'm looking forward to if it can help the people. That's why I'm trying to forward yeah pretty much it's a gamble it's I a mean, wait and see yeah exactly wait somebody had to do it he did it if he let's see if he succeeds i hope he succeeds i would be great for all of us but i think china it's it's about time somebody actually stood up to china i think that's very very fair so there might be short term like negative like stocks and whatnot going down but i think at the long term i think it's a pretty good strategy in a sense so it, it can help Yes, yeah, pretty much. So let's go back to our midterm. We talked about midterm what messaging and GOP, and we talked about candidates, what they should do to get out there. So the only reason we're talking about midterms is because we're the young voters that's going to be eligible to vote. So we have more, I mean, not more influence. We would be the deciding factors of what we want, basically. So if we see good candidate, for personally, if I see a good Democratic candidate that's running, I wouldn't mind voting for it. I don't think I'm bound to one party. I don't. I think that's ridiculous if you just think you're bound to Yeah, same. That's why I'm saying I could consider voting Democrat. But I, for, in terms of, like, our governor, I definitely think we, we should re-vote our governor. But yeah, so there's a few things that I, I could bend toward, though. Right, so term limits, we 100% agree on term limits. We shouldn't have, like, 30-year-old right. senators still sitting there. Influent, like, she's a millionaire, Diane Feinstein. Get rid of her, Nancy Pelosi, get rid of her, Chuck Schumer, crying Chuck Schumer needs to go to. I think as leadership wise for GOP, Mitch McConnell needs to go. Paul Ryan's already leaving. I think Kevin McCarthy. I think it's not Kevin McCarthy or something like that. I think he would be a good GOP leader. So what do you think would be a good leader for um, the Senate if if Mitch McConnell goes? Which I don't think he will. But what would you think in a hypothetical? I I could I could see Kevin McCarthy, but I think some of also the big players like Ted Cruz, like Lindsey Graham, the ones who have a lot of coverage, the ones who have a lot of um popularity they I could think, probably I think be, be a leader would be a pretty good solid one yeah because he, he's he's pretty logical he's not really like really really flamboyant he's not really much of an attention seeker he can kind of play that subtle right role so i think well, the left has their subtle obama we can have the subtle Graham. all right so i think one issue with paul ryan i think paul ryan left way too early hold on I, I, I think he just didn't want to be a part of the what he saw as chaos in the Trump situation. He, he disagreed a lot with Trump, and he, he knew his popularity was going to go down if he kept disagreeing. With right, him. so I think that's the main factor. And the, but do you know what else this could might mean? This could mean possible 2020 Paul Ryan run. I mean... Because uh, he could be leaving in order to put more time and effort toward running in 2020. I mean, that would be a good, valid argument. I mean, I did like Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan together. I absolutely did like that. I mean, I thought Mitt Romney was... He wasn't as extreme as, like, Trump, so I could, I could see Mitt Romney... He, I saw him as an okay candidate, although I did prefer Obama during that time. Right, I mean, Obama did make the economy great. But I was so. younger. So. Exactly, yeah. Obama did make the economy great, so, I mean, you do wouldn't want change for something that's already going well. So, I mean, right. there's two sides of the spectrum at that point. Exactly. So that would be our like final wrap up. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You can find this on SoundCloud, 
CastBox, iTunes, maybe even YouTube, who knows, uh, whatever I decide to put. Once again, it's your boy, Karan and Kai from a student saves politics. Do you have any last words to say before we wrap this up? Kyle? Not really. I thought that was really a brilliant first episode. So, and I think to all the liberals that's watching this, be logical. Don't be that ignorant person that's not willing to listen to anybody. Your point is right. Other sides right too. Just be willing to listen, and you can make your own decision. I hope you guys enjoy. We're out.